You're watching Truth versus Hype. At the crux of the expanding scandal into the Rafale fighter jet deal is the allegation made by the former French president, Francois Hollande, that India proposed the Reliance Anil Ambani Group as Dassault's Indian partner. The choice of Reliance was already under question for their poor financials and lack of experience in defence. But all the more after Hollande's assertion. This, for instance, is what Arun Shori, a former union minister, told us last week. Dassault is an old company, an experienced company. And do you think that such a company would select on its own, without any pressure or instigation, a company that the group of which was mired in debt of 1,21,000 crores, whose company had been uh, sort of uh, registered only 10 days earlier, who had absolutely no experience whatsoever in any defence production. Now, these charges have been rebutted in a number of ways, by the government, by Reliance and by Dassault, both before and after the Olan statement. Let's examine now each of these explanations stands the test. In November last year, Reliance Defence said that Dassault Aviation selected Reliance Aerostructure Limited as its joint venture partner. The Indian government has no role to play in this. In a letter to Rahul Gandhi a month later, Anil Ambani said, not only do we have the necessary experience, but we are also the leaders in several areas of defence manufacturing. Earlier this month, Dassault, in its official release after the Hollande statement, said Reliance was their choice and their choice alone. Separately, Dassault officials, on condition of anonymity, outlined to NDTV three primary reasons why they chose Reliance. Number one, they said they were already in talks with Reliance Anil Ambani Group even before the deal was announced because they had an older relationship with Reliance through Mukesh Ambani, who, while exiting the defence business, handed over to his younger brother. Secondly, they said that Reliance Anil Ambani had land in Nagpur with access to a runway. Number three, they said no one else came forward and hence Reliance. Now let's consider each of these contentions, starting with the question of experience. Dessau told us that they began talks with the ADAG group during the India Aero Show in Bangalore in February 2015. The deal was inked about a year later. But Reliance at that point had no presence in the defence business. Reliance Defence was incorporated a month later, towards the end of March. The other route by which Anil Ambani's Reliance entered Defence was also just a few weeks earlier, when in early March 2015, they acquired Pipavav Defence and Offshore Engineering, which makes boats for the Navy and the Coast Guard, amongst others. But three years later, this has run into rough weather, with IDBI Bank, one of Pipavav's lenders, filing an insolvency application against them earlier this month, before a bankruptcy tribunal in Ahmedabad. The court has listed the matter in October. As for Dassault's contention that they inherited Reliance in brackets Anil from Reliance Mukesh Ambani, it's true that Reliance, the Mukesh Ambani branch, did enter the defense business and had reportedly joined into a partnership with Dassault in 2012 to exit a short while later. But the financial strength of the two brothers, the two companies, is very different. Reliance Anil Ambani has been featured in both editions of the reports by Credit Suisse on the most debt-stressed companies in India. In the 2013 House of Debt report, Credit Suisse estimated about 1.14 lakh crores of debt, which rose to about 1.25 lakh crores in their 2016 report. Moreover, 
Reliance ADAG has had to steadily sell off significant stakes in their flagship companies, including most recently its power business in Mumbai to the Adani Group. According to Bloomberg, Reliance Communications are in talks to sell stakes in what will remain of the company after selling off considerable portions of its telecom infrastructure to Mukesh Ambani's Reliance Geo. By contrast, Reliance Mukesh, or RIL, during the same period, was and remains a business behemoth, with annual profits easily clocking over 20,000 crores. In addition, starting from 2011, right up until December 2017, Reliance ADAG was mired in charges of corruption in the 2G scam. Three executives of the company were charged cheated by the CBI in 2011. They were subsequently acquitted in December 2017. But all of this raises questions about whether this stood the test of Dassault's due diligence. Did any of this not factor in? We don't know. Then there's the question of land. Yes, it's true that Reliance ADAG was allotted about 290 acres of land by the Maharashtra government at a SEZ abutting Nagpur airport, known as the Mihans Economic Zone. Reliance said they would invest about 6,500 crores to build an aerospace park. This is what the site looks like right now, according to a piece in the Times of India article. There's a shed there right now. But as experts point out, many aerospace companies have access to airfields and runways. HAL, for instance, has access to about three airports. I just want to quickly go across to Ajay Shukla, defense analyst. I'll come back to the full panel later. But Ajay, just to clarify on that point about land, that other companies, including HAL, do have access to airfields. It's not just Reliance alone. Is that, is that correct? Uh, a lot of aerospace manufacturing companies have access to airfields. Taneja Aerospace has its own airfield. Right. Uh, Dynamatic Technologies has an, aer uh, an aerospace park uh, locality in right. Bangalore, which is right next to Bangalore Airfield. Right. Rossell Tech, the same. So that is not a problem. There are companies with access to airfields. But the more important issue here is right. when you're making aerospace components, mm. you don't need access to an airfield. You need access to an airfield when you're making full aircraft. Right. So this, this logic doesn't sustain at all. All you need when you're making aerospace components is a road and a truck to carry them back to the next shipping point. Okay. Let's finally move uh, to the last claim, uh, which is, of course, the contention that Dassault had no choice since other big defense players in India were already partnered up. But experts say there is nothing that bars a defense manufacturer from working with other international partners. My colleague spoke to one Indian aerospace defense manufacturer who supplies many clients, including potentially Dassault. This is uh, what uh, they told Maria Malavi. To understand how this works better, we spoke to Dynamatic Technologies, a Bangalore-based firm which manufactures for other global firms as well. They said Dassault had come and surveyed their capabilities. Ajay Gururaj, the head of business development at the company, said that they'd expressed an interest in becoming a major assembly manufacturer for them, as they already are for Airbus, Boeing, Bell Helicopter and HAL. He also said that there is no limitation on whether a company can pair up with multiple global companies or not. Tata, for instance, he said, has joint ventures with both Lockheed Martin and Boeing. Maria Balavi there. All right. Uh, we were in touch with officials from Reliance, ADAG, during the preparation of this report, but uh, they refused to appear on the show or comment. 
For it. Okay. So Ajay Shukla already here uh, with us in the studio. Also with us is uh, Deshwatan Nigam, advocate, political analyst, someone who's a supporter of the RSS. Uh, joining us from uh, Mumbai, Sanjay Jha, spokesperson, Congress, and of course M K Venu, founding editor, The Wire. In. So Ajay, just to come back to the overall picture about this question of Reliance's eligibility, which is what has haunted this story from the start. Now, as we were pointing out, Anil Ambani says that. They are not just experienced, but they are leaders in several areas of defence manufacturing. But the only area of defence manufacturing that they've been in so far, from what I understand, is Pipavav, which they acquired and which is supposed to make various components and boats and so on for the navy. But as we just reported, they already are facing charges of bankruptcy. And in fact, we have here a copy of their auditor's report which was actually filed as part of their annual report and the auditor is saying that there are serious doubts about this company's ability to continue as a going concern uh, there are i mean this company pipavav shipyards uh, is continuing largely at the mercy of the indian navy they got in 2011 right an order for five offshore patrol vessels which were to be completely delivered by 2014 hmm. the first of them is not anywhere near completion so far right uh, the indian navy is furious uh, it is wondering whether to uh, to sort of cancel the order give it to uh, another shipyard and right. if it does that right that is the end of pipavav it is it was so going what are the, so when when alan ambani says he's a leader in several areas of defense manufacturing what is he, what could he be talking about i think he could be talking about submarine building because everything that he touches goes straight to the bottom okay deshatanegam you're smiling but uh, doesn't this make the case all the more damning because the entire charge of cronyism revolves around this question of reliance's eligibility and as we've just gone through all the various explanations that have been offered none of them seem to measure up whether it's to do with the company's debt stress its lack of experience the contention that it had land and so on and so forth see your answers would come from ambani's only not from me frankly telling you because ambani's situation with his defense business or everything yes. what what i can tell you is 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 this is with, within the independent domain of dassault and ambani's to sure. decide and uh beyond no but i'm saying doesn't this give the the allegation the charge that's being made <coughs> by the opposition of cronyism great attraction when the, the company that I, has supposedly been no, that's a, proposed that's, the that's company a, that has supposedly been championed by the indian government is one which clearly or doesn't at least appear to have the credentials to have got that deal see your statement presumes many things that they have been proposed That's, that's a big. The, that's, that's, that's the big presumption. That's what presumption. Holland said, and that's what the opposition Ho says. Holland also said. Holland also said French government had nothing to do it. You asked Dassault, so he backtracked also at the same time, and he diluted his statement to a very large extent. So what is in public domain right now hmm. is it is an independent decision of Dassault. All the four parties concerned have denied it. All the four who have, have denied it. Right. French government. But I'm asking you a political question. I'm asking you a political question. None of them. Ask me a political question. This is the. I'm asking. That's the political question I'm asking you. But your political. That the charge of cronyism, don't you think? See that gains traction because of this. Certainly. And that obviously has political consequences. Before before you come to the traction part, you've got to prove the other side also. That there has been a proposal. You have to prove that. You. That's a big presumption that is lying there. 
Okay. You presume it and then you move okay, forward. Okay, Sanjay Jha, still, it's all in the realm of conjecture. Sanjay Jha. Vasu, I think uh, that's terribly incorrect. I think Mr. Mr. I don't think Mr. Negam has really perhaps followed the case. Uh, the pertinent point here is that even the current President Macron hmm. has not contradicted uh, former President Hollande. And, and I think that by itself is a significant statement. I have not heard the government of France at all contradict the what I call is the huge bombshell on this uh, entire Rafael scam, hmm. which is that the government of India actually gave the French government no option but to go with Reliance Defence, right. which basically is is a complete contradiction to what Nirmala Sitaraman and Arun Jaitley have been saying. And there are two other points, if I may add very quickly, Vasu. Yes. Number one, don't forget that the reliance uh, as a, Anil Ambani's group defaulted on foreign currency obligations and no foreign investor mm. who's doing a joint venture will be insensitive to the reality of their local partner sure. defaulting on a foreign currency borrowing. Second, the joint okay, venture between them is a 51-49 joint venture. Yeah. Why would Dassault be a partner with such a significant stake where the partner's question, credibility is so dubious or questionable. Okay, let's and get, of course, you have to juxtapose this entire discussion yeah. on the sudden and abrupt cancellation of Hindustan Aeronautics. That's okay, all let's point. Get, okay, let's just get MK Venu on this. To explain though, Venu, why would Dassault, multinational company, does billions of dollars of business, even if there was pressure or whatever it is, why would they take that risk of going with a company like this? The, the, what's, what's, what's in it for them? Or what is the suggestion here that this is quid pro quo? You're saying, okay, you will get this deal, but this is this is you know like something that you have to accept as part of it. How would you explain that? See, Srinivasan, my own guess is that Daso, if they had full freedom to choose the right partner hmm. based on experience, uh, net worth, good balance sheet, sure, then clearly Reliance does not fit the bill. Now, the question that we are we are mystified because. Why was Dasso chosen by? Uh, why was uh, Reliance Defence chosen by Dasso? Yes. Now, that's in the realm of conjecture, as you said. It's, it's, it's between Prime Minister and and Olan. Right. And we don't know. Olan has said his bit. PM has not said anything right. so far. I mean, Dasso has tried to offer yeah. explanations. So, but, but, but as we've been going but through I'll, all those I'll, explanations, I'll, I'll, they don't I'll, exactly. Yeah. Seem I'll, I'll, I'll take this. Uh, uh, I'll give you a very intelligent guess, and I'll take this uh, discussion a little forward. Okay. A few weeks ago, Nirmala Sitaraman yes. told a TV channel that, uh, in an interview, yeah. said that there is no offset partner that they've decided. Right. And she said, it is possible that that in future, hmm. a public sector may still do, uh, you know, make par you know components of Rafal. Right. With Dasso. Okay. How is so, how is that explained? Why Dasso chose? Yeah, Reliance. So, what, no, what's, no, your, yeah. what's your... So, no, no, what I'm trying to say is, yeah. going for, forward, mm. Dasso may even dump Reliance. Because, I'll tell you, I'll, there are two telltale signs. Okay, Resi Reliance new. was on record that yeah. they would make parts of Rafal earlier. Yes. And recently, Mr. Anil Lamani said they're not going to make even a screw of the, of the Rafal aircraft. So, they've already backtracked from, uh, from, from, from the claim of manufacturing. Uh, but I think he was talking, Venu, about the 36... Of the of the main order, which are all being assembled in France. But Ajay, what's your theory? No, so I, I'm what's your theory about why would Dassault have gone with this? Assuming that, as we just tried to demonstrate, that so this is not really not an ideal partner for them. When 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 a contract like this is awarded, hmm. 
uh, offset liabilities to the extent of 50% of the contract value arise. Yes. And therefore fell into the responsibility of Dassault. Yes. Safran. Yes. Uh, MBDA yes. and Thales, who right. are the four main vendors of the Rafale. Right. Now, at that stage, nobody needs to come forward from the Indian side. The responsibility of discharging offsets mm. is that of the parent OEM, the mm. original equipment manufacturer. Right. And they send their executives out to talk to prospective offset partners, sure. good, credible companies that yes. will discharge their offsets and yes. not create a problem for them. Right. And if I was to do that uh, and brief somebody, if I'm Dassault yes. and I'm briefing my executive who's going out, yeah. I'll say, please choose a company that is not deep in debt, that has some track record, sure. that but was not, not incorporated day before yesterday. Yes, uh, but that's not what's happened. Hence my question, why would they do it? Exactly. They're a multinational company, and that's they have my shareholders. Answer. And they that is my answer. There is no reason, conceivable reason for choosing Anil Ambani. Uh, the the counter sort of the or the reasons that come up out of this, yes. uh, I will not say because we are all we are all facing legal notices. You had your hand up. Yes. Let me go deeper into guesswork, like everybody is doing. Now you know that Anil Ambani's firm had a film that was made, and she was a uh, girlfriend of that person. You keep it, saying girlfriend; it's actually his partner. But partner, anyway, partner. Matter. I mean, I, I go by newspaper right, reports. Okay, okay, guesswork. Fine. Guesswork so you're that. saying that so this, it's is, a no, no, so this is a quid pro quo for the Holland, for the, film for the, Holland, for the investment for yes. us, the group yes. of ADAG that, that's, a possi that's a theory, it's a guesswork. So you're saying this is entirely between Holland and, and ADAG, nothing to do with, with uh, the Indian government. I see. So for that, no, no, but interestingly, that explanation you're willing to buy. You're saying that that's guesswork. Again, but guess Hollande says you're not willing to buy. No. This is a head of state. Get no, Vasu he backtracked. He diluted, he backtracked. There's a little bit of a Vasu question about whether he actually backtracked. So, again, a guesswork. There's a guess serious work. problem with this theory, and that is that Hollande does not control Dassault. Dassault is not a public sector undertaking, it's a private limited company. Right. So it's not going to bear the brunt of uh, favours that were done to Hollande. So then how could okay. Hollande go, go, go what Mr. Modi have told him and, and then pressurise the salt? Okay, let's get, uh, let's get uh, Sanjay Jha wants to come in. Sanjay Jha, yes. Uh, Vasu, I think we have to juxtapose the, the work share agreement that was already signed with Hindustan Aeronautics Limited. Uh, the signed. entire Rafale transaction was done not, through not an open tender. Signature. And then you had a Prime Minister unilaterally calling mm. off the entire transaction, changing the number work of share gets, agreement uh, not signed. massive escalation in price. Sorry to interrupt. And Nothing overnight, within weeks, they, they so within weeks, no, the dumping of Hindustan Aeronautics. was done, they say. Okay, Negoti I want to negotiations were done. Ninety-five percent. Okay, that's, I, I want to ask. Ninety-five uh, percent, exactly. Negotiations exactly were done. Point. Not signed. Not signed. Basu, I haven't finished. I want to make one point here. Very briefly. Just one point. We are very short on time. Briefly, yes. Okay, so so Basu, I think the point that is, I think, centre to this entire allegation of corruption, yes, is 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 a very straightforward one, which is elementary, that if Prime Minister Modi over over actually overruled former Indian Air Force chiefs. Yes. The defense minister was kept in the dark. Yeah. The cabinet was not informed okay. before the, of the decision. Yes. And yes. you had Reliance Defense suddenly making an abrupt entry. I think it all adds up. It okay. all I adds up. I just want to play a quick soundbite of Arun Jetli because the point that has been made, I couldn't get into it in all my various the responses that have come. One of the points that has been made is that actually 
ADAG Group does not gain that much. It's just one of multiple offset suppliers to this deal. Uh, let's just listen to what he had to say, and then we'll see if we can parse that. Merely because one company happens to be an offset supplier, how's that a scandal? They are not interested in manufacture of Rafale aircrafts because none is going to be manufactured under the 2016 contract in India. Ready-made aircrafts are going to come in. They are only going to be offset suppliers. Now, the point here, Venu and Ajay, is that he is talking about the initial 36. But the question that has come up, and I think the Telegraph brought it out in a superb article, that there's life after the 36. And they quote Eric Trappier, who's the Dassault CEO, telling a bunch of um, a media conference in July of this year that we've chosen the site in Nagpur, we've allied with Reliance, we're setting up a joint venture, the construction of the hangar is underway and we are training the future people who will be manufacturing these parts, whether these are parts of Falcons or Rafals. Falcon, of course, is the business jet, but he's saying Falcons or Rafals. We hope to obtain the first parts at the end of the year. And Telegraph interprets that to mean that Dassault is angling for more Rafale orders from India, and there, I mean, if it all works out, that's where ADAG Reliance could come into play. And See, hence the suggestion that they're not just beneficiaries of these offsets, but it could be a much deeper, uh, you know, windfall. See, Vasu, the, uh, one must understand one thing. The offset manufacturing yes. uh, that Dassault uh, and Reliance uh, are proposing to do right. would be on, in a whole range of areas, as you as I said, civil aviation, uh, that you know, the aircraft, Falcon aircraft, it could be many other defense relate, related items which have nothing to do with Rafal. Right. But the, we again go back to the key question if Anil Ambani said that he has 30,000 crore worth of offset opportunity that he'll explore. Does he have the balance sheet to do that? You for that for thirty thousand crore. By the way, he's produce, denying. You, you, you he's need, you need, you, he is contesting thirty thousand crore. He's saying it's actually much less. He's there, saying Dassault only gets twenty five percent of all the offsets. Okay, even so if it is comes okay, to seven thousand okay, five hundred crore. Even if it is seven thousand five hundred or ten thousand crore. Over the, the, there, the Wendy's are seven, no, no, seven but, or eight. Okay. No, but I think the wider point, the wider is, point the does, is, is, does is existing balance sheet because have the capacity. After so, okay. after so many de defaults, right. banks right. don't lend you money for fresh projects. Okay. So okay. Until you the, clear the bad news is we're out, <laughs> we're out of time. Even it's over before we can start. Quick, last 10 seconds. One quick last comment. There is a fighter tender for another 110 fighters that the Air Force has already floated. Yeah. Rafael, by virtue of having got a foothold with two squadrons, right. is in pole position for this 1100. Right. But the more important thing is that it's not manufacture or offsets that, okay. gi that give the, the, right. the, the boost to Anil Ambani. Yes. It's life cycle sustainment for these Rafale fighters through their entire 30 to 40 okay. years. Okay, and that you're saying that figure could be that much higher. Enormous right. That's one, one lakh crore. Okay, right? we'll have to leave life it there. Cycle. We'll have to leave it there. The story is not going away. One but that's all the time we have. Sanjay, I'll, I, we'll have to do this some other time, completely out of time. That's it. That's all the time we have on Truth versus Hype. Thanks so much for watching. Goodbye. Good night.